Welcome to this week's Silk Grassroots Podcast, The Mike Check Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Yes, yes, it's me, Gibbs, and welcome to the Dogass. <laughs> the Minimum Mic Check Show is week in, week out. We'll be talking to teams across grassroots and Sunday League, bringing you our take on it. Yes, yes, it's Thursday, and that means one thing. We're back in the Dogass. <laughs> this week... We have Junior Reds bottom seniors with us. <laughs> Lads, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Blaine. It doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> right, so we do have Blaine and we do have Brownie from Junior Reds bottom seniors. <laughs> Lads, how did you two meet? Um, so I met Brownie when we was at Well in Town. Um, the YMCA? <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair play. <laughs> Now we was uh, ourselves the first team coach over there, and Brownie came on board when the club was expanding. Uh, they were looking for like new young coaches that wanted to help sort of take over youth teams and sort of all that sort of stuff. When the team was looking to to develop, and just from then, uh, he came along, became my assistant manager on Sundays, and it just just went from there, really. Ah, uh-huh. Brownie, what was your first impressions when you met Blaine? Forgetful. No, I'm joking. Uh, Blaine <laughs> was quite welcoming, uh, like all of them were well in to be honest, and. Yeah, and uh, when the time came for me to leave the club, uh, spurred me on a little bit, and I went on to Erith and Belvedere as their reserve team coach. And Blaine came along um, a bit more later on, and yeah, we started playing. For started him. playing, yeah. What you started playing for him, or you started playing for you? Nah, for him. He, was he started playing. I was, I was a manager, and then oh, he started okay. playing for me. And Erith and Belvedere. Let's not get let's get let's not get into that. But um, yeah, came in, and to be honest we always spoke at, at well in and we had a good friendship and obviously yeah we've just been friends since my wing. so yeah. friends so how long ago was this two three years ago now must have been three years ago yeah three okay so relatively three, recent then ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah you just kind of you just kind of clicked yeah we knew each other from football you know michael's a, a good football guy he's uh I think it's hard to find people that are dedicated. I was actually just about to say, who's Michael? But, you know, <laughs> his first team was Brownie. So yeah, everyone knows who's Brownie. Yeah, sorry, Brownie, he's a good football guy, you know, he's, he's dedicated. I think you guys, you know what it's like to, to find someone that's prepared to give up their time, effort and energy yeah, to, yeah. to run a football team. It's a bit of a thankless task. And uh, when the time came, obviously, we had a bit of a friendship. When I was looking for an assistant manager to come, come on board with me on Sundays, uh, I had a chat with him about it. I had a chat with a few people, but but yeah, it just just seemed to work. It seemed to be like a good idea. So he he came on board, and then yeah, we we had a great season together. So okay, so this season, obviously, what is your obviously Blaine, your manager? What is Brownie's role in the in the club this season? I'll let him answer. It. Uh, I I got given an open role this year. Obviously, as times developed for me, obviously I've taken on photography. I've taken on a little bit of media. I've taken on. Other, other, other jobs obviously got, like venturing into the alright Jimmy Big Bollocks we get onto no, that so obviously down. I'm getting you know into I mean? <laughs> but uh, my role this year was like to be one weekend on one weekend off as you would know as well as you, if you've booked me a few times but um, it was just to come in set up the warm up assist um, if you know just be tactical with him if he thinks something's going right is it going right what's my view on it 
mm-hmm. even though we're, we get along really well it's nice to have someone as so what we say is what's happening with them tactics then because you lot are sitting bottom so I'm not sure what's going on with the yeah, tactics so I'm up there all the time isn't it so, oh, so it's Blaine's fault <laughs> now yeah nah you know I'll, I'll take I'll take the responsibility for the for the poor season to be honest there's um a lot of mistakes this we'll, happened. we will get on to your season yeah. that's, <laughs> fine. that's fine that's fine but listen we didn't actually ask you to mic check before we started so we'll start with you brownie because you kind of look like mc hammer with that baggy hat on and stuff so uh, we'll yeah. go with that so can we get a little mic check from you brownie one two one two mic check Oof. Have you not, have you not heard the show? <laughs> no, nah, listen. I gotta do it smooth, innit? I'm, I'm smooth. Nah, that's, that's, I've got to do it smooth. That's terrible. You gotta do it. Brady, you're sitting there with uh, stubble on and everything. There's I'm, nothing I'm smooth. unique. Come on, I'm unique. Don't Come on, me. give us a proper mic check. What are you doing? The mic check. Not bad. Not bad. Come on, Blee. Can you beat that? Probably not. Try. You got sick in your phone. I'm not mic check. I'm not. Oh my gosh! All right, so Sunday league then. Obviously, Junior Reds. Obviously, this season's Great not. Season so far. <laughs> it's not kind of gone to plan. But the way yeah. I look, the way I look at it is you're top of the senior. <laughs> so the way I still have it. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah so you are top of the senior. It's not gone to plan. What are you? One point from seven games, or is six. that right? six games? Zero point one seven points per game no 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 point no, no, one PPG was on the league <laughs> <laughs> so why is um, what's happened this season explain, explain to us because obviously you come from Wellington you did the treble double double everyone knew obviously you was a successful club actually not a treble we won the pre-season yeah. <laughs> no doubt yeah so treble and everyone was like when you was coming back oh, have you got this player have you got that player so people knew you knew players and you was an established manager in Westford straight into the prem what, what's happened Ah, uh, so started off against UTR, which I think was the nightmare first game. Uh, a lot of our boys didn't play in a year we had off, and then some of them, some of them did, but a lot of them didn't play. So we sort of had half our team fit, half our team not fit. Played a bit of a pre-season, but my lads have always been awful at friendlies, awful at pre-season. They, 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 they're not hard to motivate, but they're like if it ain't a league game, a lot of my lads are kind of half-eyed. They're not really up for it. So to get people back was always going to be a bit of a bit of a long process but we started off against UTR in a game that that ideally we wouldn't have had first uh, it was a bit of a tight game but I'll be, I'll be truthful they were they were the better team I think they had just a lot more legs than us they were running us oh the that, that was the past the pad game is that the free zip past the pad game yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so so we done alright but we conceded two shit free kicks conceded two goals from set pieces in the first half and then trying to chase them down in the second half they just like I said, they had more legs and they just picked us off at the end. Um, what about other games though? I mean, you've lost, you had a heavy defeat to Borden, am I right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I wasn't there for that one either. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, you drew with Alperton Rovers, am I right? Yeah, so Alperton was probably the most, sounds weird because it's the only point we got, but it's probably the most frustrating game. Oh, we, mate, that day. We, I, I would say we batted them for about an hour, 70 minutes maybe. Uh, we missed sitter after sitter. The only goal we scored was probably the worst chance we had. Some little scuff shot from the edge. Uh, and then we conceded again from a set piece towards the end. And then for the last 10, 15 minutes, we were pretty much holding on. Um, oh, it was end-to-end, really, until the, but yeah, holding on when they attacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they could have scored easily and, and won the game probably. Lee made the a end. big save in that. Well, teams, though, that you probably, maybe on paper, you would have thought, you know, we could get three points here. What about um, obviously the Springall game? We lost four two, one nil to Barnhurst, um, eight one 
as I say, to ball then, and then you, obviously you. You know, I'll, I'll take not pride because you can't take pride in losing, but I'll take a little bit of confidence in the fact that every single game, bar the balling game, was probably close and could have gone either way. Uh, you was at the Springer game, you saw what yeah, happened. Yeah. Again, I don't think they'll they'll mind me saying we had probably twenty chances. They had four and scored all four. Oh, if we you lose the game, so we have to take the we have to take it on the chin. They yeah, they scored four goals. They deserve three points, but. It was just one of them free games that happens, but I think the problem is every week we seem to be having freak results or freak things or freak mistakes that, that are just costing us. Um, the Barnhurst game, we had a better 11 night to play 90 minutes. We had a few players that never played for us before. They scored an absolute screamer in like the first five minutes and then it was just a pretty boring, boring game after that. Can I say that. against Peckham Rowe, we were robbed. Uh, okay. A couple of uh, fouls. I, I originally you thought, but when the footage <laughs> came out, Nah. nah, that's that's a nah. question a questionable nah. foul. Questionable. Nah. It's a foul nonetheless. Two, two, two hands in the back. Is... All right, but you can't blame. No, no, I'm not blaming. You got to look. You got to look at maybe the ref there. If he's not I, give it. I think on balance of play again, I'm not even saying that we deserve to win that game. But our disallowed goal and your second goal, which was the winner, were both very questionable. But again, your keeper was outstanding that day, though. Save the pen. He made two very good saves. He didn't save the pen. He missed, yeah, he, yeah. He, I know, not the pen. He made the one He on made one, some sorry, great yeah. saves, to be fair. He made two very good saves. This is what I'm saying. I'm not worrying too much about that result because, again, it's quite a close game. I think our disallowed goal was harsh. Your second goal was harsh. But you got the three points. Your first three points. So. It was our first three yeah. points. <laughs> we needed that. Can I just say, though, like, on what he's saying as well, like, we've obviously, we, we didn't come back with Sam Bailey or Lewis and a few other players. Like, no offence to anyone that's come in but some of those players like someone like Sam who gets you nearer to over 50 goals a season it's hard to replace like Sam was scoring for fun sometimes and he's gone to UTR and he's done the same thing no offence but offence there's no offence to it like, <laughs> like none of the players will think that like, no offence like, but you ain't Sam no offence no but if you want to step up to that plate you've got to step up to it and you, you, no one's just doing it yet yeah, yeah. I and all the players around him like Lewis is creative yeah we've got a few players that have stayed and been creative but to lose that type of goals in a team, you know, is, is hard to... But, Brian, so would you say then, obviously since the well-in-town days when you say won the double, the treble, that the standard of Westfar has improved? Oh, yeah, it's has gone improved. through the roof. I've, even the year after, like, we sat out and we came with you guys, like, obviously I was going around and you can tell, like, people, like, since teams like the Dons and UTR and whatever, teams are taking this more and more seriously every week. Mm-hmm. Like... They, they want to be at that standard or they want to get their game filmed or they want to get someone like me down or they want to have plug a, plug it doesn't matter like I'm not on that but I'm trying to say they, get, you get, <laughs> they, they want to take that next level yeah but I mean in terms of the quality from say the Prem that division when you won it and you cleaned up I think you lost your last game of the season and other yeah, than that you was undefeated Ricky and all right? that pulled out all the stops to beat us but yeah so I, I've never seen Blaine so angry the competition though has obviously improved a lot yeah yeah, well, I'd say there's no weak link. Well, you, you might say us, but there's no <laughs> there's no weak links in the league anymore. I think the league was strong before. Don't get me wrong; it's it's, it's gone in cycles. So I've been involved in Westford for like ten years, and I've seen the cycles come and go. You've had your Thames Boroughs, your Charlton United, your Savannahs. There's always been good teams in the league, but I think what you've got now is the first time around with Welling. We would look at a calendar and think, right, that's a hard game. That's an easy game. That's a hard game. Mm, should win that one. But it's a tough one. Easy, easy, easy. That's a hard game. Whereas now you look here and every single game is, oh, they've got this player, that will be a challenge. They've got this player, that will be a challenge. And there's there's not really, you look at it, like I said, teams are probably now looking at us like, we're the easy game, which fair enough, we'll take that on the chin as well. But 
I can't necessarily look at the league now and think that's easy, that's easy, that's hard. Every single game is a, a game if you don't turn up, you can lose. Whereas before, we might turn up at 50% and win 3-0. I think that's you'll bounce back though. I think once we resume, I think you're, you won't want to finish where you are. So I think that the effort will go in now just to, obviously yourself, you don't want to start as, obviously coming in as treble winners and then getting relegated. It's not, it's not something I know. I know you personally. I don't think that either of you would want that. So I, th- I do think that you'll come back with a different attitude. Yeah, no, it's not ideal. Look, we've done a lot of work behind the scenes. I think the biggest issue with us is probably more off the field than on the field. We've got a lot of players that were good together a couple of years ago, but are not quite clicking now. We've got people that are falling out, people that aren't getting along. We've got a lot of friends and family in our team that are not in positions, I think, off the pitch that that makes it work good on the pitch. So I think if you haven't got team chemistry, you can have all the players in the world, but you know what it's like. If you've got players that won't pass to each other, players that won't help each other defend, players that won't back each other up, players that aren't going to run and fight for each other, there's only so much you can do. So I think the very the very biggest problem, I think, in the first six games was it was all very half-hearted. What we've done now, we've moved a few players on, we've lost a few players we didn't want to lose, lost a few players that we probably needed to lose. Uh, we've recruited not necessarily superstars but we've just got some new players in that I think are going to come in and fight and work hard so if we can start from that basis of a team that's actually a team and together we'll pick up some points you know I don't know it's, it's probably too late to do anything big do anything of note but but we can get a bit of pride back I think that's what we're aiming for if we can get somewhere near that mid table would, would you say you have a you could have a hand in the title like who decides who has it? We've got a hey, Brownie, did, Brownie, this yeah. I ask the questions here, mate. You know what I mean? Listen, sometimes you, mate, if you get mate, a great question, you go ask it. Back in the cage, mate. You know what I mean? It's my show. <laughs> sometimes if you get if you get a great question, go yeah, answer I it. I think I think the league title race will be tight. That's so. a question for you as well, though, Brownie. Do you think you could have a say in the title race? Are you not going to be there most Sundays then? Because you're well, at the minute. I'm, I've told the you know, I've got different situation at the minute. Um, but I'm with Blaine and probably for the next however how many games do I say there were like, like ten or something? Or I think we've got about nine games. Left. So I'll be there for as many as I can be. That's you know commitments with my kids as well, um, like family commitments and things like that. So it isn't just my other my other side of life. But to to say that you know. You don't know what's going to happen in football, you know. Oh, of course not. We're going to go in that attitude as every game we should win it, but mm-hmm. you don't know. So, yeah, we want to go in and still pride and, and we want to win games, but you just take it one game at a time, get three points, build on it, and hopefully, yeah, we can have a hand in deciding who wins the title and obviously, come. I think, come back and beat you guys. I think that's... Sorry? I think we can come back and Hey, let's win a game first. Let's not get above our oh, station. Oh, sorry. Hey, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? under pressure until you beat us. Don't worry. We'll <laughs> oh, well, well, so three points is all that matters, mate. You know what I mean? They haven't got star man anymore. We'll see how they do. Oh. Who's star man? Mr. Temi. Who's the star man? <laughs> Listen, we're a team. Yeah. But Once egos are out of the question, mate, yeah. then things run a lot smoother. You yeah. pr- you know that yourself. <laughs> right. So let's move on anyway. Right. So do you think the stigma around Sunday football has changed and what I mean by that is you know like people saying oh Sunday football is for pub teams you know people turning up smoking odds and sods of a kit just kind of you know what I mean how do you, how, do you think it's changed? No and and I'll tell you why I, I don't think it's changed at all I think all you've got is you've got more good players that are prepared to play so you've got a lot of people that will still roll out of bed at half nine get there 20 minutes before kick off a bit pissed from the night before you still get that but I think the difference is when you've got better players that can do that that are fitter that are stronger that are Blaine faster. does that himself I remember that charity game didn't you show up at like, <laughs> at like what time did you show up about 20 minutes into the game 
Yeah. You was in the clothes from the night before. You was you was absolutely <laughs> Listen, you was rocking. Did those days even exist <laughs> uh, since COVID? Garage nation, of fabric. <laughs> little work, little oh, work. Oh man, I remember. Didn't finish till six. You was leaning on the fence. You was rocking. You came on, <laughs> kicked the ball out of play, and came off. <laughs> roll on, roll off. Yeah, roll up, roll up. I'm not good enough to turn up half cut and do well, but a lot of players are. You still, you still got some of the boys that go out drinking before and afterwards. Um, I, I, it's not as bad so one of my earliest memories of Sunday League football in Westford as well I won't mention the team or nothing like that but uh, we rocked up to a game and are they still about the team? nah no. oh okay nah it was, it's the first men's team I ever played for and we're in the change room getting ready for the game and a couple of guys just start pulling out some uh, some packets <laughs> putting, <laughs> putting, putting stuff up their nose right before I think I even know the team you're I'm, on about I'm there as a 16 year old looking at it thinking like, well, what is that like, <laughs> what is going on and then it's only when they go oh, you want to be like nah like, nah I'm cool I'm fine so it's not I don't think it's that bad anymore but I'm, I'm sure you still got that about and this was Westford Prem this wasn't this wasn't Westford Division 6 this was the top division of oh okay <laughs> and you got people doing gear before <laughs> 10 minutes before kick off so I mean yeah it's, it's not it's not quite quite that bad anymore but I don't think it's changed that much I just think the standard of play has changed and it makes everything look better I know Brownie touched on it earlier but do you not see it as like you know people want to film their games people want to have a nice kit people want to turn up in tracksuits that probably they didn't have before like things are a lot more say there's a lot more companies out there now and it's a lot more affordable for teams to have nicer kits you know like rather than the, the good old fashioned say black and blue stripes or the black and red stripes you know like so- uh, is it like Soccer yeah. Star or whatever yeah yeah or do you know what I mean or, or Pro Sport or yeah, something that's the one Pro Sport that's the one so on that's that side sense, change, yeah massively I think every team so I'm talking about when I say there's no change, I mean in people's mentality necessarily. There's not necessarily a change or a culture change in how people prepare or get ready for a Sunday. But in terms of how teams are and how teams set up yourselves, you know, you do everything right. You've got all the gear, you've got the snooze, the, the tracks, you use the camera. Duke, what he does on the, on the camera, I think is amazing. I don't, I don't think anyone does a better job than him on Sunday mornings, to be honest. Um, even ourselves, you know, we've, we've got brand new night kit, home and away kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think any team well there's a few teams in, in the Prem that have got some questionable kits but other than that I think everyone, <laughs> everyone's got some good gear everyone's got new stuff everyone wants yeah. to look the part everyone wants to get cameras photographers wherever so I think in, in that sense yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's taken a lot more not seriously but it's, it's, it's a hobby that people are taking a bit more pride in people want to enjoy it mm-hmm. they want to pull it all out there and, and get the best out of it so yeah that, that's changed but I think in terms of the pub teams and all that sort of stuff, that's not really changed. I just think there's more. Do you see that they're filtering out though, maybe into the lower leagues? Yeah, I would. Because you know, like back in the that, day, you'd have maybe some my, pub teams in the top. That division. would be my argument. Like, I think the lower, no, again, no offense. Like, the lower you go, depending on some of the teams that are still younger as well, you're going to come up against more of the lads' teams in it, like the guys who again roll out of bed and and they're just doing it because they want to be with their mates there's nothing wrong with that like, put some packets up their nose you never they listen if that's their thing isn't it but <laughs> football is still there to be enjoyed on a Sunday and if that's what you want to do and you just want to roll up with your mates and you're in a lower division and yeah, you're enjoying it then cool but the higher you go up the better the standards are mm-hmm. and the you know when you get to the you know the senior in the prem then the standards are higher because everyone's setting high standards yeah, yeah, there's no there's no teams alone them who are, who are coming in and being like yeah alright uh, 10.30 kickoff and everyone's showing up at you know 10.29 no I, d- I disagree I think this this is what I mean I, I think the standard of player has improved I don't think the mentality has we got teams in, in our league that turn up at 10.35 for a 10.30 kickoff every single week mm-hmm. we've got teams like that still now we've got teams that players turn up from a night out I've got players that I look at my, my phone and I, 
go on my Instagram story and I see at six in the morning some of my players posting stuff and I'm just looking at it, oh no, like you I still get that. Wow. That's what yeah, yeah. Everyone gets that. That hasn't changed. I just think it's less noticeable because the quality's better. You haven't got people that aren't good at football playing in the top league doing it. You've got players that can turn up on a Sunday from a night out and still be good even though they've not slept. Yeah. Even though they've been out in the club like we got players that do that. Yeah, but you got, got the odd player. Players. But you're saying like teams in general, like everyone, every team, like it's yeah. I'd imagine Sunday every league team has them one or two, maybe few that still go out. On Sunday a league standard is higher, but it's yeah. still it's still an enjoyable thing to do on a Sunday. That's what I mean. And, and Sunday league is a choice. It's not Saturday where you're getting paid. You're or, getting paid, or you're doing it because you want to get to that standard. Sunday league is still your choice. You're still going to go out on a Saturday night and. But like Ben said, the, the players are better. And the higher you go up, the better the players are, and the better the teams yeah. are run. Obviously, barring the the lockdown and leagues getting um, like void, there's still a good standard of player now that want to get out of bed on Sunday morning. Whether it's to play with their mates or it's just to enjoy football. Do you know what I mean? Uh, that's where I would say before you probably wouldn't get that. It would be raining or something, and people would think, you know, fuck that. I'll stay in my bed. But now I think people in, enjoy Again, getting out of I sound like I'm disagreeing with everything you say. There's, there's no, always been... It's opinions. There's <laughs> always been, since I've been involved, very, very good sorry, players. Wait, this is what happens league. on the Jeremy... I mean, the mic change. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. So it happens. It's opinions. Now, there just happens to be more players that are prepared to do it. Whereas before, you'd have two, three, four teams that had a team of great players. Then every mm-hmm. other team would have some good players. Whereas now you've got multiple teams with all these players. But it's, it's not new. Like There's been... You know, depending on, on which leagues you've played in, there's been great players that have always played. Okay. Always will play. So I just think yeah, it's, it's, there's a little bit more in terms of quality, but the mentality is not that different. I don't think. No problem. All right, let's play our first game now. Okay, the game is called Gibber Gabba, and obviously you can't show your teeth. But we're going to change the subject this week. So the subject is football teams' nicknames. So like Blaine, Arsenal fan, nickname. You want to say it with my yeah. mouth? No, no, just say it now. Like what? Are they? The Gunners. Yes. Yeah, so it's yeah. teams' nicknames. Yeah, could be any league, anywhere. All right. So Brownie, we'll start off with you. All right, I am adjudicator. Right, no teeth. Let's go. The owls. Oh fucking hell. Gunners. Who? Huh? Gunners. You can't show your teeth, Blaine. <laughs> Gunners. <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> the white devils. <laughs> Hammers. Foxes. Blades. Right, it's my turn. The blades. <laughs> you stealing my team? <laughs> Canaries. Mm. He's a bird man, this one. Red Devils. I said that. Mm. I'll give you one goal. Come on, because it's early in the game. Okay. The Tangerines. That's Blackpool. The Lions. Oh, that was my next one. Alex. It's Brownie's turn. <laughs> the Alex. Oh, I said the Alex. Brownie, <laughs> put them teeth away. Um. Blaine, your goal. He said the Alex and Nicktoe one. Pause. Mine? Mine? The Seagulls. Well, that's how I was going, you know. No, you wasn't. Don't lie. <laughs> I was, you know. Don't lie. The buggies. The buggies. You're so, you're so bad, you know. Oh, buggies. They're boing boing. Canaries. <laughs> we said the canaries. <laughs> Blaine, you are out from ages ago. You're just turning <laughs> in there. The blues. Who are the blues? Chelsea. Massey. So which one? Chelsea. So, the blues. Put your teeth away! Put your teeth away! Blarney, you're not good at this nah, game. Out, you're it? out. I've won again two yeah, weeks yeah, in a row. This was terrible. Blarney didn't even know the <laughs> idea of the game. He's just sitting there shouting out football teams. 
That did not go well. It did, it did <laughs> indeed. Well, right, so, so obviously I know Blaine is an Arsenal fan. So, Brownie, what team do you support? West Ham. I'm having a bad season, actually. Decent right. season for once. So, if you was, if you you bought you bought the whole shibu, you bought the whole club, the whole bank. What are you doing when you walk in there? What you, what's, who's going? Who's staying? To be honest, I wouldn't change much of right now. Probably get a better left back. I think what? Creswell's a little bit past it, but then he's got high he's got high percentage of uh, pass completion. Uh, maybe another striker. I wouldn't change much. I think David Moyes is doing a brilliant job. Start of the season, two games in, doom and gloom, taking it game by game. Shock, shock results. Any, any players you get rid of? Other than, not really. I, I like our squad. I think for once I actually really like the West Ham squad what do you need then when you bring anyone in a left back maybe a bet like Fabianski's good Fabianski's good but maybe a a more dynamic goalkeeper would you not bring in a striker do you not think I was just about to say we need another striker but West Ham it's not you know we don't get in and out strikers so not since the days of Hartson and Kitson Dean Ashton mate oh Dean Ashton (laughs) but obviously his his career got shortened by Sean Wright Phillips um but yeah, I, th- I think we're good. Sean uh, Mike Phillips don't listen to me. It's all right. You don't need to do him. That's all right. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't change much. I think I think Blaine's got more to change than, than we have. Right, Blaine. Ten minutes. Can you fill it all in? <laughs> what are you changing at Arsenal? How many days you got? Uh, I think the first thing. Who's going? Tell me who's going. Who's on the chopping list? The first thing that needs to go is is, is Kroenke. I think the guy's an absolute top. But you you already got rid of him. You've yeah, gone in. You're the owner. Let's just say that needs to go first. If if I'm some imaginary owner, but yeah, Kroenke will be out. Uh, Team wise, we got a lot of weak-minded players that don't have heart, I don't think. Um, Rob Holding would be one of the first to go for me. To go, really? Yeah. A lot of people rate him, but if you watch him play, he makes so many mistakes that lead to goals or goal-scoring chances. He'll play a pass out from the back and it will go nowhere. Or he, he does this thing where he jockeys forever until they get into the box and shoot. And it, it winds me up as a defender. Like I'd, I'd rather he went for the tackle and missed it than he jockeys all the way back into our six-yard box and then we can see. I think he's got a bit of Sunday league look he's about him. <laughs> uh, he's, yes. he's a terrible defender. Would you have him at senior reds? What? Would you have him at reds? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right, Rob Holding's out. Who else is out? Uh, Bellerin's got a goal for me. Oh, Bellerin, 100%. He's burst onto the scene with a lot of potential, but he's, he's now, he's, he's not lived up to it. He's, he's average at best and at his worst, he's terrible. So you'd have to go for me. Uh, Pepe waste of money I'd get rid of him uh, Xhaka's been alright I think we need to improve upon Xhaka but do you not think Sabias is a better option than Xhaka no really no, no. Sabias is a nothing player he's no way he's, Mate. he's technically he's one of them players where he's technically good he looks around the ball but he doesn't if you look at his contribution to the game defensively does nothing offensively doesn't really add anything he's a bit of a a bit past player though. do you not get that about Xhaka though he, he brings nothing to the game he's a, he's a yellow card waiting Xhaka adds something defensively to the game he's not great I'm not saying he's great but no. he's had a very good season I think I saw he's got the highest player rating out of all of our players this year so far so I think you've got to put a bit of respect que- in him question Aubameyang he's now like 32, 33 30, 31 31, 31 31 yeah. there you go 31 he's not really had a great season Lacazette is probably a bit better sell him or keep him no, we keep him. We don't. You're, Plus, you're, he's having issues at the minute as well. Thirty-one, nearly thirty-two. You're not going to sell him and get big money. So I like Lacazette. Like, just keep I think Lacazette. Like, keep good. both. You don't. It is what it is. Keep them. Let them do their thing. Aubameyang's still one of the best strikers in the world. He's just having his first bad season in six years. I don't. And is it the guy you got from Real Madrid? Who's doing an interview? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> my, my he just takes over, Brown, isn't yeah, he? Do you know what though? The biggest question here, yeah, for me, is obviously you got the guy from Real Madrid, isn't it? 
Uh, who? I can't pronounce his name, so I don't want to say. Erdegaard. It. Yeah, Erdegaard. Keep him more. Yeah, definitely keep him if you can. It's going to be expensive, but I think he's doing all right and he's growing into the role. But I do like em- Emil Smith Rowe. I think he's he's a he's a top player in waiting. To be fair. Yeah, but I think every team you need more than one creator. Yeah, of course. You got to have got to have options. Emil Smith Rowe is a great youngster. Erdegaard is, I think, what Emil Smith Rowe is going to aim to be in the next few years. So you a Saka fan? Yeah. Saka. Yeah, yeah, Saka's a great player. Yeah, beautiful player. He's um, it's, it's good to see someone playing look like they care. I think that's what we've been missing as Arsenal fans. We don't really have a lot of players that look like they got that passion. Whereas Saka tries to do, play the game. Do you not get that from Tierney as well? Because when you watch Tierney, you, he looks like he's got the passion. He's all there for the club. Tierney, I think, is just an all-round good person. He's he's a good player with a great attitude, and mm-hmm. you normally get the players with the best attitudes are never normally that good. It's, I don't know why it works out that way. But yeah. It, it seems to I think carry average players forward that they've got great attitudes whereas Teeny's a very good defender he's good going forward perfect attitude mm-hmm. uh, I think he's a natural natural born captain really I think he'll be our next captain okay years. so yeah no, Tierney, Tierney's a big big positive for this year Saka's a great young star what do you think of Gabriel I quite like him to be fair very raw don't know why he's not playing um, I'd, I'd have him over William William's another one that needs to go no not Martinelli the centre half Gabriel oh Gabriel yeah that's good I like he's him. Our first commanding centre back we've had in a long time. I think since mm-hmm. we lost Sol Campbell, we never replaced him. We've had we've had some really bad centre backs over the last few years. And uh, I, I think if you look at Matasaka was a giant. <laughs> when people say, "Oh, West Ham would have had Matasaka," of course, we yeah. tried signing twice. <laughs> West Ham would still have him now, but I think nah. when people look at when say, "Oh, you know, Arsenal are mid table," I don't really care because we've always had a mid table team. It's only really really recently that we've actually started getting some better players in if you look at look at the past we've never had a great squad I wouldn't say our squad now is worse than it was five years ago it's just the rest of the league's improved where we haven't so that's the big plus isn't it everyone else yeah. is invested and, and built whereas Arsenal have kind of stayed stagnant buying one I here think Ortez, he makes some weird, weird decisions but I think he's a good coach it's just whether or not he's going to be a good manager but we'll, we'll find out when they first went in there though like obviously if you haven't listened to Wenger's book he said like for the first 10 years of being there they had no funds and he said to finish in the Champions League consecutively do you not find a Wenger yeah but at the time he was the only one that was going out and scouting in Europe so he had the Vieiras the Henri's do you know that, that's mean? before that's Petit. before the Emirates though but what I mean is as well do you not see that Wenger like kind of treated it like it was coming out of his own pocket yeah but n- not really because he, so if you go and listen to his book he said that they 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 basically targeted and said look our finances are restricted this is all you're going to get so when they got players in when Wenger was put in a position where he, he wasn't given money but why the fans turned on him was because he stayed too he long he very much stayed as the person to take the blame he didn't come out and criticise the board he didn't come no. out and say he wants more money a lot of managers do that and end up getting a sack whereas Wenger very much he showed he was a company man showed he was an Arsenal man but didn't show he was for the fans he was for the team not the fans which I can understand but from the outside looking in it's frustrating to know that you need a striker and for him to come out and tell you that what you've got is good enough when you know it's not you know he knows it's not Yeah. but it's just frustrating but but I've got nothing bad to say about Wenger his time was up and he had to go But I feel that when Klopp left Dortmund that's when Wenger should have stepped back because Klopp they was touting him to be the Arsenal manager and I think that would have been the, great, the best time for the Wenger to stand down we, we missed out on a lot of a lot of potential managerial targets you know um, I would never have touched Mourinho but I think he would have been better than Emery uh, you want David Moyes? No. <laughs> I'd have took David Moyes. No, no man. Brendan Rodgers. Moyes. Hundred percent. Brendan Rodgers would have been a great fit for Arsenal. 
I'm, I was disappointed that we didn't go in for Guardiola before he got the City thing. You, you never know if he yeah. would have got in, but to not even make I it. I don't think he would have. People, he, people, he, he does like to spend money, Guardiola. People mentioned Sean, Di- Sean Dash, you know? Not with Arsenal, they don't. <laughs> no, no, no. They uh, don't. There was a thing a couple months back. They said that maybe with Stoke they do, but <laughs> nah, <that's> nah. <laughs> they said it was like a thing. A couple, I like, was trending. It was nah, like it was to not, go up. Nah, trust me. Right, right. Let, let's let's move on to the quiz on Sean Dyche's note. Right, <laughs> so we'll start now. Let's see if your knowledge of West Ham or just Sunday League. Right, so we'll start with Blaine. Blaine, how many subscribers do SE Dons have? Oh. Brownie, I will pass it over as well. Uh, I'm gonna say how, how close do I need to get to, to get around. I'll give you within five thousand. Uh, two hundred and fifty thousand. <sighs> nope. Is it like four hundred and something? What thousand? Yeah, they're close. They're close. No. Have you been on that Gravesend meth? I <laughs> <laughs> oh, only just moved to Gravesend, you know. Uh, <laughs> um, four hundred thousand. Was that higher or lower? It's a low, it's low. So, no, so, um, you've already guessed. No, you've no, guessed, you've guessed. So they're close to 50k, Shh. that's what they're after. I think I saw No, the they're after 200k. Oh, there you they're go. They're on 195 oh, at the minute. Another guess, no? no, you get one guess. All it's right. a question, all isn't right. it? Right, if you miss your penalty, okay. you don't get another one. <sighs> right, Brownie, your first question. How many subscribers do Baytees have? Uh, under 500? What, 1,000? Uh, You've got to lay off the under heroin. 5, 000, under five thousand. Under five thousand. Under five thousand. Yeah. Where'd you find this? Game? Listen, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not big on YouTube teams. To be, to be honest. So. All right. Sorry, I, didn't I will pass teams. it. I will pass it over, Blaine. Forty k. May. If you had said forty five, I'd give it to you. It's fifty. You said I get yeah, but it's fifty thousand. Okay. So it's zip zip after round one. Right, Blaine. Let's go back to Westford. Woolwich Royals are top of Division Three. What points are they currently on? Uh, and I'll, I'll give you a clue they've played 8 games 19 points nope Brownie I will pass it over is it higher or lower I'm not going to tell you that oh, it's in the generation game mate <laughs> alright I'm going to go higher 20, <laughs> 22 ooh you was close it's 24 there you go you want 8 out of 8 yeah. they're 8 out of 8 yeah right Brownie Junior Red Sports, the good Junior Reds, <laughs> are, top of that. are top of Division 4. What points are they on? How many games they played? Because you told him that earlier. Come on. I believe it's eight as well, but I might be wrong. All right. 18? No, I'm sorry, mate. 22? Nope. It's 15. Right, but that's, fu- that's that's 14 more than you lot so you're doing alright <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean love that wow. they're doing alright right for some abuse yeah. right Blaine who in division 4 who currently sits bottom so leagues will change Ugh. Pass, no idea. Pass. I'll give you a, a clue. Give a clue, yeah. Right, they. It's kind of from around this area. So, their team name is from maybe like the next borough down, or which would is be. Oh, uh, actually a flag. Oh yes, see, he's got it. My mate plays for them. One zip, <laughs> one zip, Brownie. You need this to equalise. <sighs> Who? This is. It should be an easy one here. <laughs> Who is currently? Bottom of the prem. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Who is currently fourth in the prem? Peckham Rye. 
Maybe oh, you jump straight in. It's a sticky situation here, man. Mate, I'm not a peck and rag guy on this show. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or jam. So. Oh, he's got it. You, what, you get two guesses and call. Cool. No, no, he didn't. He just rushed out. I think uh, he was taking uh, the piss when he said peck and rag. I'll guess twice. All right, it's one-one. So I'll give this to whoever throws their hand up first. Go on, this is the tiebreaker. What is Junior Reds? Seniors, bottom of the prim, <laughs> current goal difference. Minus 14. Brownie's got it. Spot on. Is it? <laughs> wow. Put his hand up. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's a podcast. <laughs> went to I'm, I'm taking you that. Put you tube. He didn't. Actually, I was like this. So, so technically, you specifically said the rules of the game was whoever puts hand up. 14, there you go. So now my hand is up. Right, Brownie had his hand up first. Sorry, Brownie. <laughs> <laughs> You're going on a podcast, you tune. That's a 2 1 to Brownie. Ugh. Right, lads. What do you enjoy about Sunday League? At the moment, nothing. <laughs> um, nah, do you know what? It's, uh, <coughs> we've had a terrible season, but we wouldn't still be doing it if we didn't love Sunday League. I think to turn up for 90 minutes out of your week, that you've got no stress other than what's happening on that pitch, you've got no kind of worries what's happening on that pitch is is your focus everything else is kind of secondary it's just nice to have that bit of escapism I think football's one of the only the only things in most people's lives where they, they get that freedom they get that kind of time to go out and just enjoy themselves and not worry about anything else so for me it's, it's all to do with that uh, obviously I like the fact that I get to play every now and then when you're manager you can sub yourself on so <laughs> I get to give myself a few minutes and I, obviously I haven't played properly in a while so I enjoy playing from time to time but, um, but yeah no, that's it really just just but 90 minutes you're there you're playing football you're free everything else doesn't matter it's just I enjoy that okay Brownie what about you because obviously you've taken a different route in terms of the photography the podcast stuff that you've got going on yourself um, and little graphics and bits and bobs that you're doing yourself so you've taken a different route in Sunday League but what what gets you up for it Uh, everything rude (laughs) (laughs) doesn't motivate me unfortunately just getting out of the house would be good Brownie's got a lot of fans come on man I listen I'm leaving that one there. Yeah. I'm leaving that one there. Just saying. If you're je- if you're je- if you're jealous about that, just... no, I'm not jealous of your fans, Brownie. Honestly, I, 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 I know, you, you, know. you booked up. I, I, you booked I, I up see, a lot. You yeah, booked up right, a lot. Mate, I've see, I, I see. You know, I see the statements. Don't worry. What statements? I'm saying you're booked up no, every yeah, Sunday. All right, all right. You must have fans. Yeah, all right, mate. <laughs> just leaving that there. Keep going. It's cool. I'll wait. All right. No, no. Are your you stuff finished? that you're getting. You in, your stuff that you're getting you involved with. Obviously, I'm finished. Yeah. Your stuff you're getting involved with. Come on. What makes uh, you get up out of bed Sunday? <laughs> barring the money. What, barring the fans. And the fans. <laughs> um, do you know what? It's not I've taken a different route. When I first came into it, I was just doing it because I'd stopped playing Sunday League and and yeah. Um, but yeah, I've taken a different route. Obviously, now I'm part of a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the How's that going? It's good. Uh, it's a bit different. We wanted to, when we first started, it was going to be just women, but we've got different people in different stories. We managed to get me a vice captain in, Shah. Um and Kyle's Charlton's under 21 manager um, it's been good it's been different but to get up on a Sunday whether it's to come and do photos or it's to just it's just to keep learning I, I do everything for an experience mm-hmm. I don't want to just st- stay stuck stuck in one position um, have you always been um, like with the camera and stuff or is that just no, like you've no, got that, that came that came at Welling um, I came in as Blaine said I, I came through this like youth thing it didn't, it didn't occur I came, sort of became like a club handyman everything from 
I was running around. One day I did the squad photos, took up, picked up a camera, liked it, and then went into like the reserve team. And then the camera was just something that I just kept kept coming back to. And to be honest, like I've actually just bought a second camera. Um, and then when I came to Metro Gas, it was going to be the club man. Can I do photos? Can I do media? And again, it was just something to learn. So in Sunday League, whether I'm doing the camera, doing the videos, doing the editing or, or making graphics, great. If not, and I'm out helping Blaine or I'm helping mm -hmm. another one of my friend's teams, cool. Like everything's an experience and everything is just to give back to like I've played I've played Sunday League for years upon years but you've built it obviously now to an extent where you are kind of getting booked up most Sundays now am well, I not right? playing around <laughs> well Saturdays and Sundays but you're you're kind of look midweek I see I, stuff I, you've been doing with the goalkeepers and that as well yeah uh, big shout to Joe Doherty obviously at Cray like if it wasn't, big shout if it, if it wasn't for Joe like I wouldn't be in some of the positions I'm in now since okay. I met Joe like I got into the women's game because of Joe um you know Cray won't mind me saying this like they, they wanted me to come and do their photography I, I declined because I couldn't do nights and I got them Dave in who obviously um, you know Andrew knows and he I'm really glad I got someone like that in I've made some really great connections in Sunday League and yeah I, I can't praise Sunday League enough like I wouldn't be where I was mm -hmm. without grassroots okay and so I wouldn't be learning still and taking the next level or the next stage in whatever career I'm going to take in terms of obviously people's mental health over the last say 12 months grassroots is probably something that we all took for granted that has been taken away from us how do you think that the impact of that implies to you like your what's your opinion on your mental health say with grassroots for me personally since football's been stopped my mental health's been great <laughs> my mental health well there's more, L's yeah my mental health was more being affected from, from playing to be honest I'll, I'll be honest I'm a awfully bad loser and I got to the point where I was just a bit numb to it and I was just waking up every Sunday like oh here you go can I just say yeah, there's only two times I've seen Blaine lose his rag mm -hmm. none of them have been this year but once when you played Barnhurst like three times in a row mm. I remember you getting those fixtures and you lost your rag you was like three times in a row uh, da, 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 da. and then the, when you lost that game the UCR for, game no not even when we lost uh, the last game for Wellington and they were, nah, you were biting hard. You were biting hard. I, I've never seen him lose his rag that much. Nah, so the Burridge game, that that was just funny. It was So my cousin plays for them and um, a lot of the boys that I've known for a long time was part of the Burridge team. And I, I felt we'd been unfairly treated by the referee on the day. And I'm not the kind of person to blame refs or moan at refs. But this one particular ref was so arrogant and was so... He was a terrible ref anyway, but I can kind of forgive that. I think I've had some refs that have been really bad that come up to you and say, look, I'm only human, I make mistakes. And you say, yeah, fine, no worries. Whereas this guy was terrible and then he was rude to me afterwards. And mm -hmm. kind of, do you know, it winds you up a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to like waste too much time on it. But I'll tell a quick story and you, you can tell me if you think this makes sense. <laughs> We've had our player gone off injured, but he's on the pitch. Where for whatever reason, he's got himself hurt and the ball's gone out of play for a corner. We're 2-2 at this point with about 10 minutes to go. I've said to the ref, I've signaled to the linesman, in fact, that I want to make a sub. The linemen's done the thing they do where they put the flag up in the air, call the ref over. The ref waved them away and said no. So I'm now I've lost my temper. I'm saying, wait, what do you mean no? Like the ball's out of play. <laughs> the line was telling you I want to make a sub. You're telling me no. He said no, no, you, you can't take it. So I was trying to tell my players do not take the corner until we've made a sub. The ref told him to take it. So stupidly our players t took the corner. They've gone down the other end. At this point, about ten minutes on the pitch, and literally scored straight afterwards. And then he's come over to me and said, now you can make a sub. 
And <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm being unreasonable, but I absolutely lost my head. No, I'm, I'm thinking you had no reason to not let us make it. Now they've scored, and now you're trying to come and throw shade at me. Because <laughs> it's just like, well, I don't think it's unreasonable. If the ball's out of play, then you can make a sub. So I'd, I'd, I'd I probably lose. My I head. asked the Lionel, like, what's that about? He said, I don't know. He kind of gave me the shrug, like, I don't know. He's a ref. So I just said so, so the only times I've ever seen playing music right Mate, I get like that most Sundays. I'm bad, terrible for refs. But it's to, always it's always their fault. To, to ring it back, like um, I was really lucky because I was with Charlton Women until maybe really up until Christmas. So I wasn't even. What lo- position you play? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I had that long of hair. <laughs> nah, women don't have to have long hair, bro. Oh well. Uh, anyways, but um, I was really lucky, you know with them so I think I've only missed grassroots since maybe December and ever since then I've just taken it away and improved like I said started the podcast and learned how to do other things and looked at what I can improve on and it's been my mental health's been okay I've had a few things going on personally but yeah personal life personal life but we're talking about about Sundays no but just in some like I, I was still really lucky that Joe Joe you know during lockdown Joe was still keeping fit or he wanted to do something for himself and I had that opportunity to still sort of get out mm-hmm. and like you could still do one on one training which was going on um, and I was you know I've been really lucky in the sense that I've still been able to get out or again I've had my kids so and and yeah okay so that's cool alright just before I let you go um, obviously you probably might you might have heard this part of the show I don't know but I want to see what your Scottish accent's like so I want you to say there's been a murder in the curly you, you do know my stepson's Scottish I have to li- listen to him all he the time be good, is he really? yeah oh, okay I'll uh, just bring him down next time nah, I, I expect you to be good then <coughs> wait, we'll start with you Brian wait, say there's been a murder in the curly whirly factory there's been a murder in the curly whirly factory <laughs> what was that? did I get that? there's been you? a murder you've rolled the R so good that's it. there's been a murder in a curly whirly factory there you go like, it's a bit Irish at the end isn't it it's my roots in the Irish in the Irish alright come on Blake what you got for us oh, this is going to be terrible <laughs> go on wait you heard him earlier like Borat let's see if he stands like that again like Borat again go on <laughs> <laughs> just deep as Borat right, what's the sentence sorry? there's been a murder in the curly whirly factory alright okay there's been a murder <laughs> 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 I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna clip this. <laughs> this is my ringtone when he comes. Oh, this is not gonna be go, go on. There's been a murder in the early <laughs> way. <laughs> Brownie, stop laughing. Let him finish. Turn away. It's very unprofessional of you to be laughing. Alright. There's been a murder in the curly way. <laughs> 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 That's terrible. Uh, yeah, I'm going to call it a thing without Terrible. All right, oh. listen. We're, oh. always I wish you all the best, except for on the 18th when you play us. But, um, yeah. I think I'm busy that day. Yeah. I, hope, I hope you are. I don't want your tactics in there, Brownie. But, no, um, I, 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 I booked with you that day. Well, it, oh, it's take pictures. Yeah, I wish you all the best. And thanks for coming it's on, lads. No, thank you. Thank you. Today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.